What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Joe. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Profoundly Chill. And uh, if you're looking to watch me live, I'll be at 601 West Alabama, August 13th at 8 p.m. The show's called Look But Don't Touch. I'll also be at the Seeker Group, August 21st. It's on a Sunday, 8 p.m. as well. That one's called Hot Bread. And uh, if you're looking for a weekly show, my boy Jeff Joe runs a really great show every Monday at Axelrad. It's called Punchline Mondays. Honestly, it's one of the best shows I've ever worked on. Sometimes I host, sometimes I have a spot on there. Uh, he also has a show every Friday, or well, every first Friday of the month. It's called Punchline Fridays. So if you're looking for like a free show that has some like top-tier talent in Houston, Axelrad is a spot. And he also runs uh, an open mic every Thursday at Brass Tap. That one starts like around 8.30. That one's really good, too. So if, you, uh, if you're if you interested in comedy and you want to sign up and try it for the first time, definitely come through. Uh, Axelrad is near Midtown, just like Brass Tap as well. Axelrad is a great bar. They have a lot of, they got a lot of stuff going on. They got, like, hammocks. They have movie nights. You know, they also got, like, a pizza place next to it. You should... If you want a good time, definitely come through on Mondays, like legit. But uh, I'm going to introduce my guest. My uh, This guy, he's been around for a while, and I've been watching ever since. The first time I saw him on stage, I was just blown away, you know? And he's gotten better ever since. And this is a dude that I, I've wanted on a podcast for a while, but for some reason, just wasn't it just didn't work out but i'm very excited to introduce trey tutson and uh this was a this was a cool interview like we talked about a lot of things it was very interesting and i i know you're gonna like it you're gonna you're gonna like it because <laughs> i this was this was one of my favorite episodes as of recent so uh enjoy Test, 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 one, two, three, test, 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 test. Can you hear me? All right, that sounds awesome. Just let it run. Yeah, I can hear you. Ooh. Well, we got a white boy right here. You should have put an equation up. Oh, is that a, just a, that a white boy? That is a white boy, yeah. It would have been awesome to just put like a, you could have put like a, I don't know, a comedy equation up there. You could have put a, what is it? T? Yeah. T plus you gotta do lowercase the lowercase like nah 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 you get it I got it I got it let me do it oh. Okay. That's the equation for comedy right there. Uh, <laughs> 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 
That's a fucking shirt right there. That's a really nice tee, though. But that's how you're supposed to do them. And, and for, for whatever reason, mathematic and scientific tees uh-huh. are that weird Columbus style. <laughs> I feel like that's how he wrote when he was, um, you know, committing genocide. Raping all the yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. as, he was, uh, as he was pillaging and doing whatever. I actually never read any of that stuff that he did. Uh, I got beyond all of my history about Columbus is hearsay. What do you mean hearsay? Like meaning, I never read that he was raping and pillaging. And I only okay, know okay. The to be fair, we don't know exactly what happened. Okay, all we know is stories from other people. Facts. That's 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 just that's all history. That's history. That's it's just written. It, yeah. For most of it, it's written by the winners. Always, always. Yeah. That, well, that's who. Uh, what? What? what that, that's who's looked at as positive. I mean. I guess I've seen some stuff from... I have seen some stuff on the other side. So uh-huh. when I went to... When I was in Germany, I got to read some things on people who were against everything that that happened. You know, the... all of, Whatever, the Holocaust. Like, they were against the side of... Uh, they were German people but that But they were against were, the Nazis. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like... It was a lot of people that agree to some stuff to survive like just agree to be aligned with the beliefs but never uh-huh. like practice any of the I ne- that never crossed my mind until I was over I, it never crossed my mind people because you it, it's looked at as like this you know they were taking over and it was it, but so you would just you know you just think uh, I, I think they would treat it like <laughs> like Patriots fans you know what I mean? Hey, so what? We fucking inflated the football. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, if you're not fucking cheating, you're not trying. You know, just like that. I thought they would have that approach to it. Like, yeah, I mean. We had four good years. I mean, look at our eyes. They're blue, fucking blonde. I mean, I'm just saying. We're God sent. I'm thinking, but I never would have yeah. thought that there would be a group of people like, this is fucked up. It never crossed my mind. But Really? like that ne- Until I was, which is, just shows how stupid I am, but it wasn't until I was in Germany. Like, uh, and then I, one of the guys we went with, J.R. Brow, the comic, he he like told me some stories about his, uh, I think his grandmother and mom and I was, uh-huh. that, that, that was like, you know, they would, they would arrest you and put you in these places and they'd make you say all of these like Nazi uh, whatever slogans and stuff like they, they would make, and they would keep you in there until you, un, until you, you know, basically until you uh, cooperated, like until you, you start Zika, whatever. Like, yeah, you yeah. start doing that, and then they, and then because they asked because when they, I think they said when they took his grandmother, everybody was like, oh, "That's it, she's gone. That's it's a wrap." And then she ended up showing up, whatever, weeks later. And it was like, how did you escape? She was like, oh, I just said whatever they told me to say and get out. But I don't believe in none of that shit. It's just survival shit. But it make, that's, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of German Nazis that didn't believe what, the, what they were doing, but they were doing it just to survive. Survive. That ends up being the, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, you know, it ends up, that ends up being a lot of what it is. I mean... It's a group. Of, it's group mentality. That's all it yeah. is. It's group mentality. I can't think of something now, but it's kind of things are a bit free now. I'm trying to think of something you just roll along with that just to survive. It kind of that doesn't you, you exist. Do, you, now. Do, you know what would trip me out? It'd be like in Marvel. You know how like uh, the bad guys that are in Hydra they like whisper each other, "Hell Hydra." 
Like you just walk to a German person going like, how Hitler? And, and seeing how they fucking, if they, whatever, how yeah. they respond. They just, oh, come on in. I didn't know you were part oh of the group. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Germany was beautiful, though. It's a beautiful ass country and shit like that. It was nice to be over there. Beautiful women. So I'm not into white women, but like you, it's weird. You see a tall, blonde, like you see those German, you're like, yeah, oh, blue eyes, long like, legs. Why does this bitch look perfect? Like not not even that she looks in, not even that you're interested in it. You just see this specimen. that's like yo, she's god damn. She was just put everything put together. Those Ukrainian women. I was gonna say Ukraine. Oh, dude, yeah, shit. You like yo? You almost want to like you know build like a little refugee camp back in home somewhere. He's like, which I have a I have a, I have a two bedroom apartment. It's a refugee camp. <laughs> Nothing but like European white women. Yeah, there's just fucking Ukrainian women and Polish women. I mean they were they look I mean they you know, there's um what how, how do you What's say that? objectively like yeah. objectively hot like there's people that just like all right, no matter who you are, that's a hot fucking part like no matter what you're into that person fucking Well, there hot. are women like that. It doesn't matter what race. Just, you can yeah, tell. You could just see it. And yeah. that, I saw a ton of that in Germany. I was like, God damn. Like, it's just, yeah. But they have no interest in me. White women of all backgrounds. What, what, what makes you say that? Doesn't even matter. It could be fucking, you know, top shelf Russian, top shelf Asian European. Or just, you know, mud fucking Kentucky. They don't it find me interesting Either at one. all. Oh, Either God one. Damn. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. One, I don't have enough money. Uh that's if I'm being real, I just don't have enough money. Like that's the That's the factor. That's oh it. yeah, money's the best fucking lotion. It's like the best <laughs> It's a lubricant. It's like a lubricant. It's just it, you put it on and that shit just glows. You're like, look at this fucking look at this money having ass. So that's one, because that yeah. like that, that that you know that makes everything available to you. That's true though. That that is when very true. When you have money, you can get any you can get any type of per- whatever the fuck. You and, can get um, anything. It doesn't matter. You can matter. get anything. That's it, facts. You, facts. Um, I think another thing is just uh, I'm not like I don't. I just don't fit that description. I, honest, like I just don't fit the description of the type of. I just don't. I joke. I joke. I, I okay, came so up with this. Is the thing. The, the, I, I feel like you're right. There is a certain type of black man that white women go for. Just there the is. same. Just the same thing with Hispanics too. There's a certain Hispanic that Damn. white women go for. I I, I understand it. Mm. Now I have been with white women before, mm. but it's like it's mm. not top shelf white women. Mm. You know? How do you go to Thanksgiving? <laughs> With the smile on is my it face. Is y'all? Is it, is it, it is. I know it is. Every, it, every, I guess in America, every minority group, you know, all of us that are POCs, right? A person yeah. of color. It's, it's always like a, a thing. When you, when a guy brings home an a- Asian, black, Brown. Yeah, like any, yeah, you yeah, bring yeah, a yeah. white girl home to Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Yeah, it's comical, it's funny. Yes, right. The reaction of the family, funny. Yes. Our family is gonna be funny. Yes. When you flip that shit, when you gotta go and meet that white family, oh. it's a drama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did this though. There's proof of this, right? Yeah, there is. There's yeah. a movie called. It was in the '60s. Sidney Poitier and uh-huh. I forget the lady's name. It's a movie called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And 
it's about their white at the time progressive daughter uh-huh. bringing home this black guy who is well qualified, handsome, yada yada. He fucking kisses this white lady on the screen in the sixties. This is fucking. This is huge shit. Yeah, this is like back then. But it was a drama. It was a. It was a drama. And it was like a. It was a drama. And it was a conversation piece. Like it was a thing. Like the dialogue is very, is what matters a lot in the in the in that movie. But uh-huh. it's a black guy going to meet white of white family. They reboot. They remade that movie with Bernie Mac, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, That's not, right. It's Zoe. Guess who? Zoe Saldana. Yes, guess I who? Remember. It's just called Guess Who. But it's Guess Who's coming to dinner. I remember that. It's movie, a white yeah. guy going to meet a black family. Fucking comedy. Cause mm-hmm. that's just how we are. We just we're gonna call it out. People of color, we're gonna call that shit out. As soon as the motherfucker come walking into the, can I swear? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, do I don't know. Do what you want. <laughs> Some people have an agenda. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, they uh, yeah, that's a comedy. So no, but that is a very good point. Mm-hmm. I, but I feel like it's the different types of cultures because, like, with a black family. They will accept it, but they're gonna crack jokes the whole time. The whole time. As soon as I, if I had brought on a white girl, they'd be, they would be like, "Oh, here comes Trey and his snow bunny." <laughs> Guess what? We all good on potato salad. Like they'll just like start like, don't bring anything. <laughs> Check it for raisins. Yeah, it'd be years <laughs> before they let her bring a dish. Mm-hmm. She'd have to like, nah. you know, she'd have to really be like, I wanna. And if, like, somebody brings a plate of food, she's like, you eat that? Yeah. You eat that? (laughs) My family's also very, I don't, what's the right word? They're, like, they're they're very much shuckers and not so much jivers, but they're shuckers. Yeah. (laughs) They don't shuck and jive. They'll shuck, but no jive. No, they're more jivers than they are shuckers. So they would probably be very, like, whatever. Oh, hi, Amber. Hi, hi, nice to. They try to like oh, be on the best hello, behavior and how shit. Are you? Yeah. yeah, they'd be like very like, oh, okay. And then after a while, they would have to warm up to her and see and be like, let's, yeah. let's see what we can. Like, you got to sprinkle the realness a little mm-hmm. bit. You can't be too real with white people. If they just came out of the gate. Yeah. Depends though. Like, you know, conservative, the f- most fun, conservative white girl. Like, they're just, like, they really are just out trying to have a good time. It's it doesn't they're not like I I've just know not to make it political but I just know this very blue leaning girl they're like they're making it a point to be free. Yeah. you like just be fun. Well, it, like, you it, know it can come to extremes sometimes too. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing from what I've seen because like I mean there are some white women where I want to go up to them and go like hey you trying to make your daddy mad? Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? I haven't that tried never it works, I haven't Joe. Tried it yet, but. Joe, that doesn't work. <laughs> and if she goes, yeah, she's so drunk, you can't do it. <laughs> she is beyond the point. <laughs> no, I wish I got to work on my vocabulary. Wish I, I, I hate that I use sound effects for explanation points sometimes. It's very annoying. Can you give me an example? I just did it. Well, I was just like, there's some girls be like, I'm free. <sighs> like, oh, it, that, what the yeah. fuck was that? Like, that's not a. <laughs> You can't write that as a definition. <laughs> ah. Celebration. Cheerful. Happy. Ah. Like, what the fuck? Why did you just... You can't use an onomatopoeia as a definition. Yeah. But it is a good descriptor, though. 
You knew what I meant. Yeah. Socially. Exactly. Yeah. But that just that proved that we did evolve from primates. Because every once in a while, we just go like, I got to do some monkey shit. And we just, <laughs> we just fucking do monkey shit. So uh, I have a nickname at home. Uh, my family calls me Pepe, right? Because oh. it stems from Jose. That's the nickname. Oh, it's so, not Choco Taco? No, fuck <laughs> That fucking god damn. Is that a Mexican ice cream? <laughs> no, it's not Mexican damn, at all. Damn, that's crazy. Choco tacos are not Mexican. They're American. Oh, so it's like a Tex-Mex taco. Kind of like that, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't. I mean, I only know about it because it was in the news. I've never eaten one of those in my fucking life. I've tried one. you tried it, one? It's not bad. It's not bad? Yeah. It's not a classic, though. You know what I mean? It's not like... Like what? Like Klondike or... Well, it's not like a, a, you know, like whatever. Flintstone, push pop, blow pop, like drumstick. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not like no one was asking it, for okay, that shit so It's one of those things. The only, I feel like the only reason people are making such a buzz about it is because it was taken away. That's the only, yes. Uh, Robert Jr. talked about that. He was uh, like... Taco Bell, same thing with the pizza, the Mexican pizza. the Mexican pizza. Once people find out, oh, we're no longer doing this, it, like, no, I want it now. That was the point. That, that was the exact yeah. point. He was like, once it's taken away... But nobody's. But this is the thing that kills me. All right, I want to see this reaction to no more Long John Silvers because I'd when be you happy. see a Long John Silvers, you're like, how the fuck are y'all still open? Yes, I've never heard anybody in conversation Who go. Who is keeping them in business? Where are you going? I'm about to go get some Long John Silvers. That is never. That is a sentence never, never uttered. Never in my life. Never, I don't even that. know nothing. I think what could save Long John Silvers, be honest with you, mm-hmm. is if they were 24 hours for this reason. When it's late night and you're leaving to go, whatever, and let's say you're on a strict diet. Yeah. All that's open is that bullshit, right? For the Down, most part. All the stuff yeah. that goes totally against whatever diet you're on. These motherfuckers sell fish and. So at least in the mind, you're like, well, go to Long John Silver. At the end of the day, it's just garbage food. But at least in the mind, you're like, I'll fucking, I'll, I'm eating healthier. It's a little bit healthier. It's seafood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> still fried but yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it's still fried but you're like let me get yeah. it like and yeah because it, it's a i guess it's a placebo effect for some people like as long as they see seafood or something that exactly. seems healthy exactly yeah. exactly thousand percent and you're just like this is the same thing like, with somebody's like i ate a salad today what did you get on the salad oh man i had croutons chicken and they just pounded uh, on bacon I, yeah, uh, cheese had, like come on i had 16 ounces of dressing you're like you it's basically a burger, burger without the bun exactly is what you just did but yeah. in your mind you need to tell yourself i'm eating healthier um yeah that's a that's a, that's what it does to you, well so. that's what we do as a as a person like we try to decompartmentalize everything decompartmentalize. Mm-hmm. and that's the, like i i get it i do it sometimes too mm-hmm. But like it, it comes to a certain point where you're just like, man, I can't, I can't be doing this all the time. Yeah, Cause I, it, I started a pack like so. My, not me, I didn't start it, but my dad to try to help me and my brother. He wants our bond to get closer, all three of us. So he and he needs to get in shape. He's like getting older, so he's you know used to be a star athlete, and he just kind of once he let that go, he just became a dad and just kind of right. So he's trying to get that, he's trying to fix that, get that better. So we have a thing where we have to run two and a half miles a day, 100, 100 reps of dumbbells, 100 sit-ups, and uh, and we, our diet is no fast food, no fried foods, and and more leafy greens. Have you ever heard of this anime called One Punch Man? 
Yeah, I've heard of that. So that exercise that you just told me, those reps, that's exactly what he does. Interesting. I think he runs like 10 miles a day, does 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day. Okay. So, yeah. So we, we're, we're having to do this stuff. And the diet is, is that's the hardest. Dude, I'd never, I didn't eat chicken growing up. I fucking hated chicken. Really? My brother asked me. I, I, he was like, yeah, bro, it's weird to me that you... You never ate chicken growing up. He was like, you remember what you used to say? I'm like, no, what did I say? He was like, because I would ask you. i go, bro, why you don't eat any chicken? And he said, you would go, bro, I just hate how niggerish it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, very like, I know. You know but that shows way. how smart you were as a kid, and you saw the social aspect. From yeah, what- I, I hated how it, I was, I most, when I switched to P- PISD, I was most times, at the beginning part, I'd be the only black kid in class. They would split us up, dude. So we could never... So if you had a class... I never forget when I was in ninth grade, I was in theater arts. It was like 10 of us. It was 10 black ten blacks in one class. It was fun. We were like acting together and stuff and creating scenes. And, you know, just as in between stuff, we would get a little... Whatever. We'd just be happy to be around each other. It'd get a little rowdy, but it was mm-hmm. all in good whatever. And... Um, they split us up. They was like, all right, we're going to take five of these black students and move them to another thing. They did this all the time. So I remember we would try to like, we all be in class together. We would have to like tell each other like, all right, bro, we got to like chill. Cause if we, if we get too cool, they're going to split us up. We would see that shit. Like it'd get (laughs) real good. We'd be like, yeah, we learning from each other. And they'd be like, how you doing? Yeah, we're going to fucking move you over. It'd be literally like. They're getting too close to each other. Being sold. You'd miss your fucking friend. (laughs) They're they're walking away. You're like, no. Yeah, man. It would, it would, it would. They would just go away. Like, and you're just in there by yourself. Why why do you think that they did that though? They're stupid. I'm being honest. Like it was all. You know, one of the that's one of the theories. You know, one of the worst things that happened. They broke down the you know the Brown versus Board of Education mm-hmm. and the Brown Board of Education, where it basically says that you know it, it basically implements integration in schools, right? That's no more, yeah. no more separate but equal schools. So uh, it's it, it, the thing that's fucked up is that it implies that um, that black students. Uh, so it's it's a they they implement this so that black students can receive uh fair education, right? Yeah. They have fair education. Well, it implies that them being at an all black school meant that they were receiving an unfair education by being taught by other black people. But these students' grades and their uh comprehension was better, better. because yeah. when a black teacher taught her all black class she wasn't just teaching a class. She understood it was a it was a deeper, more passionate feeling because you're like, I'm pouring into these black kids. I want them to do better. Yes. Because I what I had to go through so to get to re- this point. She related to her students. Harder. Way yes. yes, and way more. And it was actually a better education because you were you were being taught by somebody that that looked like you and 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 could relate to you. And that's that's a really good point. Because growing up, I I usually had like white teachers. I couldn't really like listen to them or understand them that well. Mm-hmm. When I had the black and Hispanic teachers, I I, I learned better with yes. them. Yes, yes. Because they understood the struggle. They understood where I was coming from. Yeah, thousand percent. And, yeah. and it was a much more. It was more more care that was there. So Brown Board, Brown versus Board of Education. In there, it states like it's, it's that that it's fair, but also they had to like 
in there, it's worded in a way of like that uh, black students being taught by uh, basically it was like detrimental to uh, uh, to the growth and learning of that they had to be in these school. But when they switch all of the bullshit that went with the only thing that black uh, schools wanted was updated books. They just wanted that's really all they they wanted the same the same material, material that yeah. you guys are getting. We want that so you'd have old books and you'd have this and you have that. So when you went to this but then they were still doing the same thing. They would do the same thing. You go to a black school and they would they they would sometimes hide stuff. My grandfather uh was uh he went to Magnet State, right? Which is in Louisiana. He was one of the first of thirty black students that went there. When they integrated Magnese, he was one of the first of 30 black students that went there. My great-grandfather, they had this big um, uh, like meeting or whatever to to get Magnese to be integrated like so that black students could go there. Uh-huh. And everybody was talking and doing all this stuff. My great-grandfather went in and gave this speech and he said, um, during the speech, he was like, hey, so Magnese, is, he was on a, like on a, in a wheelchair and stuff. Like he couldn't walk at that point. My grandfather had to roll him up there. He was like, so I have a question. Y'all say that McNeese is a state school, right? And they go, yeah. He goes, so that means that the taxpayer's money uh, goes into you know, the, the education of the school, like mm-hmm. the, of the students being educated. And he goes, uh, and they go, yes. He goes, oh, well, tell me this. Um, how can my money, my, my, my tax dollars, how can they be good enough to send your kid to school, but they're not good enough to send mine's? And yeah. they talked and they liber- and when they came back, they integrated the school and they told my grandfather like, yeah, your dad's the one that that really, you know, him saying that like changed our minds and blah blah blah. So my grandfather said when he went there, he was like, it was fucking, it's it sucked, it sucked. He's like a lot of a lot of them dropped out and ended up going to Grambling, they ended up going to HBCUs just to be more comfortable around because it was fucking tough to go there. It was such a huge culture shock. It's a it's it's. It's not a it's not a culture shock as much as it is not being you know accepted and and like like treated exa- like the mistreatment because mm-hmm. you've seen white people like you they've seen white people and they know it but but it's not like you you're you're wondering you're trying to see like and it wasn't my grandfather it wasn't everybody it wasn't like everybody like you wouldn't go and it was like. It wasn't like that shit in Alabama where you see those students walking and it's like yeah, literally. Throwing shit but even out them, then, it wasn't yeah. all of the students. It was just, it would it would just be like a majority, or it'd be, and it dwindled down. I, I would assume really it'd cool. be the teachers too. It was that. So that was a thing. You would you would get like that's what my grandfather was saying. He was like, we'd have to like fucking do shit to like find the correct books and. You, you, we'd have to do a, it was a lot of stuff we had to do to to, to get through you had to be really tough uh, but anyway um, fuck I forgot what I was fucking even got in all of that what I was saying it was ridiculous talking was about schools talking about integration yeah but yeah. it was like it actually like made it worse like like yeah. the integration made it cause I remember that I going to those schools Seeing that it's only thirty, forty black, we're only and and looking at it like this is fucking weird, and it was always like a I don't know. This is I I I remember the switch, and my dad doesn't like talking about this shit uh-huh. because he he has he has a lot that he deals with mentally over this shit, and it 
it triggers his anxiety. He's got a lot of baggage over it. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I think looking back, he did his. He tried to do as best as he could at the time. You know, I wasn't a. Where we were at, I was getting into fights every day, losing. And uh, he was like, he was like, he's not gonna fucking survive. <laughs> like the kid, I was in first grade, uh-huh. and the kid that was kicking my ass every day was in pre K. But it's because I was the same size. I was always small, yeah. so I was the same size as the kids in pre K. And this kid was kicking his his brother' name was Melvin. Melvin was in the same class as me with the same teacher and shit. And his brother was kicking my ass every fucking day. He had a, a sister. Everybody had a crush on. I mean, it was Dada. She was, uh, she, 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 as I look back, she did not look good. Um, did she look better than all the other girls? She was weird. We were in first grade, but she was like more developed. Okay, that makes sense. She was like curvy. Like she just had a, a, a fucking, I know it's, I don't know if this is pedophilia now, but looking uh, back as a first grader, <laughs> folks, she was, she was, she, she just had a, she had a uh, uh, she had a maturity to her. Not even necessarily yeah. just her body. Like, yeah, like some, but she had a maturity her to her. presence, that, the way she yeah, talked. Yeah, and everybody, yeah. and her hair was always done. Like, uh, like an adult hair was done. She didn't look kitty. So it was it was a glamour to her. But then you look, you're like, this girl was fucking trash. Like, you just, I think of it. Looking back at it. Yeah, like, yeah, this girl was fucking trash. This yeah. is garbage. Like, this is somebody I would avoid. You're looking at it through the eyes of a child, though. Yeah, through the eyes of the chat, you're like, because yeah. oh, you don't, you don't really see anybody. Like you're like, oh, you know, and like all the girls got dirt on their face. They're playing in the mud. <laughs> well, she just looked different. Like <laughs> she just looked different. Like every yeah. girl kind of had like a a, a a childish hairstyle, like plaits with barrettes and stuff. And her, she had like freestyle braids, and That's she had adult like whatever her mom got. She got the hairstyle her mom got, so it made her. It just added so to. I it. had a crush on this girl, and like. I think it was like elementary, maybe going into middle school. Her name was Jennifer, mm-hmm. and she had pigtails. All right. And I really liked her. She she liked me. We used mm-hmm. to hang around. We kissed mm-hmm. and whatever. But after yeah. that, every time I see a girl with pigtails now, mm-hmm. I remember her. You know? It's yeah, just in my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's in your head. You know, it's fun. There's women that still chase that. That was a fun, innocent time. Just liking somebody and they're like, I like you too. And you would just explode like, oh, what yeah. now? Like, yeah. It's nothing. What are we going to do? Hold hands? What are we going to You're just like, you're just in like a deep, like, I like you. It can't go no further than that because you can't do anything. You can't like, no, you don't know how to do anything. So you're just like, I like you. The most yeah. would be like a kiss. There's women that still chase that. There's, it's just, do you ever be around a. Well, they're romanticized. And they just want to like, let's just lay up and talk and get together and sit. Let's watch a movie. How about we fucking forget each other? That'd be good. (laughs) That's what we're going to do anyways. Can I just get this lust out my system? So I can say that. What though does it say? Like, before you go on a date, like, jack off her. It's like, come first so you really know if you really like her or not. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. And usually you don't really. That's, yeah. That's fine. That's how we are. It's biology. Biologically, we were made to come, yeah. spread our seed, impregnate a woman, and then just keep living. I don't, I don't think women understand how aggressive, like how alarming that is. In like, 
that whole inside thing inside. A guy, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, like as a guy, I don't. Oh shit! I remember back in like middle school. In middle school, anytime I would see a boob, immediately I'm like, oh shit! Oh, that was the worst time. <sighs> middle uh, middle school was the worst time. I think that's why I'm. I I haven't. I don't. I don't master. But since I was, I don't know, late teens or something. I don't even know. I don't fucking jerk it. No porn. No nothing. I remember just that first. That's that's what the show Big Mouth is so well. It's fucking getting outrageous now, but uh-huh. um, Big Mouth was you know was easily relatable show because that time yeah. of just like jerking off to anything, everywhere, <laughs> anytime, yeah. just like yeah, people ask those questions like, "What's the weirdest place you've had sex at?" Ask somebody what's the weirdest place they've masturbated at, and you're gonna yes. get the wild. If guys are being honest, you're gonna get the wildest answers. Oh, yeah. Ever. He's like, what? Well, and none of them are like, if guys are being true, hard to hear, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That make, I can see how that can happen at 13, 14. It's an age thing. What? Once you get to being in like, once you become like 25, like like somewhere in the 20s, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you got to get a handle on yeah. You cannot. You can't be doing this You can't be doing this every it's just, yeah, there's a thing where some people like I've heard online or they jack off at work. Yeah, they masturbate just, at work. There's, there's something in them. There's like I, I gotta do this now. Bo- yeah, but it's all right. So if you, but everybody would. That's literally why they, uh, you know, they they was like de- they were like they demonized masturbation in the 30s and 40s. Like they, it became a big thing because uh, well, prior to that too, but. You know, shit was fucked up, and you needed people working. You needed people busy. You needed people do- no. You needed people yeah. doing shit because shit's fucked up, and, and yeah. literally like that. That terms are like that. Well, you know, how somebody's like, "Man, you need to get to work, man. You can't just be standing around with your dick in your hands." And but it, these are things There's that a- come from demonizing masturbation, and they would do everything. They would use religion. They use anything. Well, like, you, if you jack off, you go blind. You go blind. Your, all your this different shit. Which which that is a metaphor for for distraction. It's not that you physically go like you lose your sight, but yeah. you you're not you lose your focus. But I, you, yeah. I could almost argue against that because how the f- you can't focus when you want to fuck when you're horny. The, the, all you're yeah. like, bro, I gotta get this shit that, out of my system. That's all you're thinking about. <laughs> yes, just but it coming. Works, it works the other way too. Women are the, it, it's biological. It's like they're the same way. If you ever live with a lay anything like that, oh, women a, are just as horny as guys. There's a grumpiness yeah. that's there that you're like, ah, oh, it's just it's too much fucking confusing shit. But it's a grumpiness that's there that like once you fuck them, you're like, or once y'all fuck or whatever. Once it happens, it's like, and it's a thing that sometimes it only comes from like having a like being sexual with a partner. Some stuff masturbation just can't. There's a frustration from masturbating too much. Yes. You, you become like you become lonely. Like you you start wanting somebody. Yes. That's a sad sight. A dude that's like, you know, he's just seven months in a row. He's had a drought. Yeah. Right? He hasn't done nothing. That that's the saddest dude ever. He's alone in his apartment. It's just a seven, he's just you know, eating sardines. It's just fucking <laughs> sad, dude. It's just it's just a sad sight. You're like, oh my God. Like you're like, hide the ropes. Yeah, Lock the closet. It's like, hey man, you wanna hang out? Nah, I gotta go home. And I go home. Oh yeah, nobody wants to go home. Nah. Nobody wants to that that shit. Nah. Cat Williams had that bit. Being single is fun. Single's great until you gotta go home at night. 
Yes. When you go home at night and there's no one there, you just go in there. It's in the beginning. If you've been in a relationship in the beginning, going home, you're like, ah, oh, it's fucking paradise. It's all like you're like, wow, nobody to, because it's different. It's it's a change. After a few months of that shit, you're like, damn, I just it gets tired. I wish it was somebody here to say something to or just somebody. See, I'm glad I have stand-up because that's my social Mm -hmm. interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, I can go out, talk to people. I'm on stage. People are looking at me. I get that. But I do understand being a single guy, going home, being by yourself, it is very lonely. Imagine you went home. You've been drinking. Yeah. And you get that fucking, you get that goddamn alcohol appetite. Well, the alcohol's like, hey, you better fucking feed me. I need you to eat this shit up. You know how that fuck. That's yeah. why that Whataburger line so goddamn long. Because yeah. it's like the alcohol's like Taco mm, Bell, same shit. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me, motherfucker. It's like Feed me. Exactly right now. <laughs> so <laughs> right? But imagine you fucking like you go home and there's something made. There's a plate with aluminum foil over it and you and you take it off. Cause I I, I have a problem. I just look like, oh, a plate, boom. And I just hit start. And it's yeah. just, I'm almost, I've blown out so many fucking microwaves, bro. I've said, I was, that oh, was with my. With the foil? Oh, yeah, dude. I've done this as a kid. Bro. So, hit, hit, let me hit you with. So I was banned from making noodles as a kid <laughs> because I was forget to add water. And just put the bowl in there, and the shit would just be on fire. <laughs> I have blown up so many microwaves. Because it'll blow it up. I've put shit yeah. in there like left Because the dried noodles. Yeah, I've yeah. put leftovers in with the fork still on the plate. And it's just, it's just, it's you hear it. You're like, who's phone is buzzing? Don't you go like, oh, shit, I got to. Yeah, well, this is what I used to do. Oh, my God, that was the worst, man. Because I was just bad at being present as a kid. So I would be like, all right, it takes three minutes. Oh, my noodles to cook. Mm-hmm. I'll go play my game for three minutes. The microwave's gonna notify me. It's gonna go boom, and then I'll know to go get my noodles. Bro, I have fucking you have no idea how many times. And I was a latchkey kid, bro. Me too. So I'm in the house by myself. Yeah, yeah, same. Just fucking going, yeah. Dude, I come in there. I can't even tell you. Like, you're just sitting there playing, and you're like, "What's burning? I smell popcorn, right? I'm not having a stroke." And then you fucking like, "Hold the noodle!" And then I go and run in the kitchen, and it just be a flame as as big as me as a kid. I'd be like, "Bro, I should have been a firefighter." I put so many fires out as a kid, and I would like clean it up real good. Could never get that smell out. My mom would be like, "You forgot to add water again, huh?" She was just I was how regular I was doing this, and they'd be like, "He'll get it down eventually." Just that's the benefit oh, of having man. young parents. They didn't. I was home alone by myself. Me and my sister just learning. And- See, I've done the foil thing once, but that's because like I, I I heard it somewhere or whatever. I was like maybe yeah. ten years old. I was like. Let's see what happens. And I did it, and it started, like, cracking, and fire started coming yeah. out. But after that, I learned. I was like, oh, never put foil inside the microwave. Yeah. Well, this is what happens. When you're drunk and you come in and someone was considerate, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. 
I don't listen to this podcast. Whatever. I'm just like, I just ADD brain, I guess. Yeah. Kind of gave myself that brain, actually. I didn't, wasn't like those very, very, very focused individual. And then. Um, what changed? I did what, what most young comics do. I like wanted to be a comic really bad. Like before I got into comedy, I wanted to be a comic really bad. So I listened to everything about comedy and I trained myself to be like a comic. So meaning this. So like, so now, right, you, you'll you see like, this is so backwards. This is so stupid. But a young comic now, they'll listen to a lot of podcasts and they'll listen to They'll listen to all the rules of everything, right? Like of uh-huh. everybody they love. Write every day. You'll learn like the rules of stand-up comedy. Well, the I basics. was listening to the psychology, and I noticed all the comics that I liked had, like, they would always have a bunch of shit on their mind. They would be like these sort of distracted individuals, and then they would take everything where they took their mind at, right? All these ideas have been floating all day, and then they would dial it in and focus it on one thing, which would be whatever the bit is, whatever, they would just dial it in and then they would, and it's a, it's a way to like, it's weird, but it's a way to like super send it because you'd have all these different things. Comedy is the only so, thing where you can use everything you know. So for your that, I, I, I didn't know I was doing that because mm-hmm. uh, there was this one time I was on stage and I just started talking mm-hmm. and I had other shit on your mind. Well, I had all these jokes that I had, right? But I never put them together. Mm-hmm. Never. I couldn't figure out how to get one bit after another. Mm-hmm. But the moment I started talking, it was on a Wednesday night. It was a $2 bill. And it just started flowing joke after joke after joke. And it was hitting, hitting. And it it was formed so well mm-hmm. that I, I didn't, I never wrote it down. I just thought about it for a long time. But it just came out and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird. I hit the zone. For, you hit a zone for a second? Yeah. yeah. So it's like... So I was doing all of, I just did that. I just like yeah. taught myself how to like think in that area. Like think, think, just think like a comic, like really. But I did it for like, for like two years. I just like practice the mental, I can't explain, just practice this, the like the psychology, like yeah. just training my brain. And then it's yeah. bad. It's fucking, it's the worst. Like I can't do anything now. Like I like. I like doing stuff like this. Like this is cool because it's just I'm in this. I'm present. I'm this here is right easy. now. You've worked on this. But You've worked on. Just I don't have talking. nothing on my mind. I don't yeah. have anything else on my mind. Same. Same. But I play video games. Nothing else on my mind. Throughout my regular day, just uh, too many fucking thoughts. I was never was never like that before. I was a very focused individual. See, I've always been like this. I've always been like scattered brain, scattered ADHD. Brain. Like that's, that's the word I'm looking on my for. Mind. Scattered brain. I've always had, like my brain is always anxiety driven and on it all the mm-hmm. time. It's like a hamster just rolling, rolling, rolling. And yeah. I never knew how to stop it. But then I started smoking weed and that kind of like slowed it down a little bit. But then that's a once I start smoking weed, then you start smoking more and more and more. And then it becomes a bad habit. Yeah. So like now I'm trying to figure out how to hone everything. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the hardest thing. Meditation helps. Yeah. Meditation is a good thing. Meditation is, is, I like, I do that. I meditate a lot. That's how I can focus in and working out. Working out yes, and working meditating, out. I, 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 I realize I'm a person I have to work out every day to have positive thoughts and literally to, to be a hopeful being See, for I, 
yeah. in my life. That's the only way. I have to work out every day, but just to lose weight. That's the thing. No, because my body type. It's a sad life. If I stop working out for like two, a week or two, yeah. I start gaining weight immediately. Really? Yeah. It's, you, so you're like, I have not to. like that, but you're like a. Yeah. So you're thoroughly Mexican. So I have to sustain. Yeah. yeah I have to keep working no matter what. You're 100% Mexican? 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, not to say it like that, but people I know that are, that that is a, I grew up, that's what I grew up around. I remember, I remember, I remember seeing Mexican skinny, they be skinny, and then like we get to high school, and you're like, what the fuck? They just they blow blew up, up like yeah. crazy. You're like, dog, how did you? It's like, dog, I just was eat. I just eat. Like it's like, That's am it. I supposed to die? I don't. I don't know if I should die. I don't know. What am I supposed well, to do? One of the biggest problems with like Mexican culture is like we are trained to eat carbs a lot. Mm-hmm. And the one problem with carbs is like if you eat too much, you get fat, obviously. But yeah. the reason why we eat carbs is to eat in the morning, your tortillas, eggs, beans, whatever. Yeah. So you have energy throughout the day so you can yes, work. Yes, yes, yeah. But if you don't work as much and you're eating the same type of food, obviously you're going to get fat. How do y'all view... How do y'all, in Mexican culture, how do y'all view, uh, whatever, I guess body types in y'all's culture? See, I'm, most Hispanic men like thick women, from I, what yes, I've seen. Yes, yes. I yes. like thick women. You like thick women, okay. I like thick women. But how do they view men, that's what I mean, like, so how do they view women view the body type of men? I feel like they like thicker guys. Yeah, well, thicker guys is like... It's one of those things where they have to look like they work. They work out a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. A little like uh-huh. they got a little bit of fat, but they're still kind of skinny. Like yeah. Skinny fat almost. Yeah. Because yeah. like women, the, the they, in order to keep your man, you get them fat. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Obviously, heard. you get them fat. The bigger they are, the more they'll stay. Yeah. Because you can't fucking walk out of the door. Yeah. Literally sluggish. So, that is a thing. That is a thing. But mm-hmm. like. From what I've seen nowadays, uh, especially with American culture, people are more fit. People are more skinnier. Mm-hmm. People are more like you know toned and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it is crossing over to Mexican culture because uh, we do okay. get some of our stuff from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like media, everything that we see on the internet and stuff Shit like, like that. that. Okay. And it changes. It changes all the time. Yeah. It's. I just. I don't know. I feel like I'm alright. I've gotten bigger, so I'm very conscious about it. It's it's it yeah it bothers me. I've I've never been this big so. How much do you weigh? I gotta check again. I think I weigh like one sixty one now, and I might be a little less than that because I've been what's, I've been eating a little better. What's the weight? What's a good weight for you? Like what one forty one fifty? I don't even know. I I you my I used to love being like one twenty one fifteen one twenty. I absolutely loved that because I just was. Light. It just felt good to be that light, but women don't. I've getting. I get hit on way more with this weight than anything. This lady. I gotta fucking say this shit. This lady that was at our church. Um, should I say her? I ain't gonna say her. Don't name. say her name, but, dude, but just lady. she was like the finest lady. She's the baddest lady. Fucking yeah, right. So fine to to the church I go to. She's. Like obviously the finest woman at this church, and her husband's like extremely handsome. These are the, this is the couple that everybody in the church like. I wouldn't mind fucking one of them or together. <laughs> but she saw me. She hadn't saw me in a long time, and I had popped up, and they were doing some stuff. She's like, "Hey Trey, how much gave me a hug? Look at you. You got some weight on you. Oh my god." She like, "Damn, 
damn, Trey, you fine. She said it like nine <laughs> times. I was like blushing so hard. I'm like, oh, yes, yes. Can't tell me shit. You remember what she said? She said, I'm fine like 10 times. Yeah, man, that blew my mind. That's, some, like, that's confidence right there. When a woman oh, tells you that. Man. She said it so many times. She's like, I oh, really mean God. that. You are fine. I'm like, stop Yo, saying sh- it like that. Yeah, she's a nice lady. She's not giving up. You ever just, well, just you, like, you want to go do a special well, my dad sermon. used to do Bible study, and you would, yeah. you would like he would do Bible study. He would do sometimes he would do things on relationships, on like how you're supposed to function in relationship and shit like that. Yeah. And you'd find out in church, you know, you find out about people's relationships. My dad would bring up something sexual, yeah. like about how I suppose, like, and then somebody would look at their wife, <laughs> like this lady gives up no ass, like. <laughs> He would just know. You'd be sitting there, he'd be like, mm, you're that do benevolence, bitch. And then she'd be sitting there like, I don't give a fuck what God says. I'm not giving up no pussy. <laughs> so he was sitting there, he'd be like, ah, that's that's good. You know, I guess, you know what I mean? So that's but it would oh man, that that would blow as a as a as you get older and you'd be like, I wonder how devious this lady is. And you're like, she's probably devious, but I, from Another what I've area. from what I've seen and experienced and heard, religious women do be having a lot of sex. Like they want to. Yeah, um, I fucked uh, uh, pretty much most of the women at my church. At this, is, <laughs> at most of them. I'm not. I fucked most of them. Um, my yeah, yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. my. I owe. I was meant to say. I owe my dad. I owe him so much because he set me up for so much pussy. God. Like, he set me up at, for so much. Um, How? And what was Just being a pastor. Just being a pa- Just him being a pastor and being like, that's my son and I'm proud of him and I love him and he's awesome. Real shit. He's great. And it created this illusion it, all the women I've ever, and I only trust these. I only trust these women. There's, there's, I don't know. A certain level you get to, you probably hook up with somebody for more, like a Pete Davidson. You're like, I'm gonna date yeah. Kim Kardashian for nine months because it's gonna blow my shit up. Yeah. And then when I go to put out something, they come in the fucking yeah, whatever, right? Like that's a. I've learned that people kind of you hook up with more famous people because there's the avenue the status yeah. but there's also things that they open up kim k prime example marrying kanye they was just a trash reality show people yeah. she gets with kanye he he gets her into the fashion world yeah. a lot of people know uh the kardashian they were banned from the met gala no but shit. then when she married kanye he obviously that's his plus one so he got her in, and then she got, and as you notice, their whole style changed after she got with Kanye. Yeah. He got, the whole family started dressing better, started, it made them the Kardashians. At the point, they were just big, huge reality show stars. Yeah. Once she married him, it fucking, but now it, she's, it you know, turned into something It else. turned into something crazy. So, yeah. so anyway, that's why you do that shit. You hook up with this family. Yeah, but here, they here, know this. here's the biggest problem with Kanye. He fell in love. I think that was the biggest thing. He, we speak no bad on Kanye. Yeah, so. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to stand for this Kanye. No, 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 no. I'm saying, <laughs> I wish, I wish he didn't get with Kim. You wish he didn't get with Kim? Yeah, I wish because I love Kanye. Yeah, Kanye is one we of my favorite Kanye, artists. Yeah. I saw the documentary. I you know what like, I wish? I wish his mom didn't die. That, <laughs> actually, <laughs> that's a good point. After she died, 
You know who he else changed. wishes that? He Kanye. Changed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but no, I would date. Uh, yeah. So my dad just being my dad, like just that's how. Yeah. Fuck all those women. So because your women. dad being this pastor, everybody sees him in high regard, and then he's giving yeah, you like, that's his all the flowers, all the compliments, yeah. and then they would he's hear the all this crazy yeah. shit, and then I, yeah, they'd be like, oh, and then I would do well, skits if a and man shit at God, church. If a man of God says he's good, then he must be not like that. No, 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 no. no, no, no. It'd be like um, they just whatever. He'd just be like, I love my son. He's he's so. I was not like the other. No, everybody was like, I don't think this, I don't think he believes in any of it. I just think he, he shows up. And so I had a very like neutral, cool vibe and I would do stuff at church. I would, I would do skits. I would do like one man shows and stuff at church, like just do funny skits. Is that where shit. you got? Yeah, that's where all of it comes from. Everything all from of the, stand up, your performing and all that. It's why it's all natural and shit like that. I could just, you know. Like uh, some of the sets I've been having lately, I just ask people like, "What do you want to hear?" And then they'd be like, uh, "They'd say whatever." I, oh, you haven't done this bit or do this bit, blah blah. And then I'm like, "Okay," and then you just I go in my head and like, "All right, let me think of how I can get to this point. How can I make this point funny?" Okay, I need to riff at least I need to riff at least eleven times in this set. I need to whatever. Really? I just like start. I just calculated like that. I need to have this many riffs. Okay, I need to have this bit. Okay, when I get into this bit, I need to stay in it a little longer because I need to. Because I'm searching for something. I'm trying to find a way to speak. But all of it comes from them putting on programs and asking me to do stuff at the programs and like having to immediately connect with the audience. Because bombing at church is rough. Like that's a rough, rough, rough bomb. Like you really feel like mm-hmm. they're gonna clap and all that shit at the end, but like. You really you, you can't waste their time, and then I would be like really like doing edgy shit at church because I wouldn't <laughs> do religious based things. Like yeah. I wouldn't do things that were like easy to. Yeah. So I would just I would just go up and whatever I I would talk about old people at church and like I would just do, like I would just have like actual observational thoughts on the stuff that happened at church. Never against it, like never stuff like that. But just like, why does this happen? And it would be about the way people function in church. It wouldn't be about the religion. You know what I'm saying? So, but you have to meet, you have to learn how to connect immediately. And usually, if I have a bad set, I didn't connect. And I feel I like that's most comedians for that's the most part. Every time, yeah. Every every you just didn't connect with the audience. That's it. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta do it immediately. So that's why all the natural. What's a, what's what's something that. When you get on stage, what are you immediately thinking? The first when you first step on stage. Um, I hope this first line goes well. That's usually my first thought. Is like, I hope this first line go well because if not, damn, I'm in a hole. You know, like that's what it feels like. I'm in a hole. But usually, no thoughts. No. Like I hope this goes well. That's it. Do, I hope, do you already I hope have, this goes well. You got jokes already. Thought, yeah, I got a bunch. About. I write all the time. Uh-huh. I write all the time. I've been practicing something. I'm trying. I'm trying to get really. I want to get really good at this. I. Uh, yeah, it's just I'm. I am too hard on myself for where I want to be at, but I can see it. And the journey's long and rough because of the standard you hold yourself at. So, um, 
I write every day, but I got a new way that I write is I write everything in my head. So I go over it over and over again. When I, when I run on a treadmill, I write the bit. I say the bit in my head while I'm running on the treadmill, tired and everything, because I have to block out all those doubtful thoughts. Every all the man, I'm tired. I'm winded. I want to stop. And then, so I'll start thinking of a bit, and I'll re, I'll work it and work it and, and work you focusing that. on that joke just lets you keep going and going and going. No, it makes it no? way harder. It it makes everything way hard, like way harder. Like it increases everything because it. It feels stupid, you know what I mean? It's a very, it's tough, but you want to try to get to a zen place of that. I used to be that focused, but like I told you, it's like I got in comedy, got crazy scatterbrain now. So it's all kind of shit that's eking inside of there. So I just try to focus on it. But what it does is, is it, it, that bit is like once I'm done working out and I feel positive, I feel good. Uh-huh. When I start thinking about that bit that I was writing in my head, it, it helps me to sort of like, like dive into it more because I'm optimistic about I'm now it's fun and I want to it doesn't feel like I'm like like oh fuck I gotta fix that bit how do I it doesn't feel like that it feels more like um oh yes it's fun I can't wait to whatever it adds that fun to it so yeah but I write in my head and then I try to speak from the heart that's that's my whole process well also you're saying in a way saying the jokes in a way that you normally speak because, That's why I try to do every time. Because some of these comics, when they go up there, you can tell it feels like they're reading a script. Ah, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, but it, yeah, I just try to, I want it to be natural like that and just, and just, but it's all from, like I said, it's all from church. It's all from going up and having to do that and having to speak like that at church and like connect and feel. But yeah, so I try to do everything in my head now, everything. Everything in my head. The only thing I'd write down is if I, if I have a sketch or something like a sketch idea or something like that, I I try to write that out. But like writing, like writing it down, like in, I just try to. That's why all my favorite. Because the reason being this, if I'm gonna, the reason being is that I just wanted to just be like breathing. So somebody's like, I haven't heard this bit in a while. I go, okay, I'm gonna do that bit, but I might get to it differently. That's it. You know what I yes. mean? Versus having it be a routine pattern. So I was talking to another yeah. comic about the same t- subject because mm-hmm. I was pissed off because uh, sometimes when I'm on stage, mm-hmm. I'll say a certain bit and the people can't relate somehow, right? Mm-hmm. So he told me, why don't you just write it eight different ways for different scenarios? That's a that's a way to do it. That's, but, that's what I'm thinking. But that's like, you'd have to... Writing it eight different ways... One, you'd have to test it out in those eight different scenarios. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't take. I mean, it's good to write eight for the exercise, but which that just makes that just means that oh, okay, I actually do have something that's prolific and good. Like I have something where I can angle it in in eight different directions, right? But you know, depending on the type of comic you are and the situations that you're in, you probably need like two or three. You know, but yeah. the only way you're going to know is if you have to be in those situations. So that's why I, I'm a very much like I try to go up as a as a in a vibe and. And uh, like I try to go up with a with a with the vibe and, and pull something yeah. from what with I'm in. So like the vibe like, of the room. Yeah. So going, if it's like yeah. if I'm if I got this kind of that's why the, it it 
it comes out differently every time. But it's just, I don't want to tell the, I want to tell the essence. I don't want to tell the, I don't want to just necessarily tell the joke. Or the premise. I want, or, just, or yeah. well, I don't want it to be so routine and boom, 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 this and that. Like, it can't be. Like, I love doing that. But what I'm trying to do now is just like work on, is the essence of this funny? Mm. You know, my grandfather being addicted to porn, is that alone just funny? Like, just yeah, it's funny. interesting. Like, yeah. do you want to know? And then how I tell you, you know, how I found out he's he's addicted to porn, that's the joke. The bit is how I find out. That's the same thing. But how yeah. we get there, like, everything that's dancing in between, there might be a story that you didn't hear before. There might be a couple lines. Because it's all about how, how do y'all want... To receive this information. Yeah, but also, also how you give it to them, too. Yes. And I'm going to say this. The, like, you telling me how your grandpa is addicted to porn, I would love to hear that anytime. Mm-hmm. But if a different type of comic tells me that, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's that's true, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know how they're going to. Yeah. But they're going to. But see, it's like. That's. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Because there are different ways of. 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 Of orchestrating that and then putting it out. No, know, but I, I feel I comfortable. You. When you're on stage, I'm comfortable listening to you. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with you taking me wherever you want to go. Yeah. Because like I've seen you so many times and I kind of understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I understand your point of view. Now, with other comics, you, sometimes it's the point of view. Sometimes it's the way they're saying it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's specific words that they put in and it just takes you out it of it. It takes you out of it, yeah. So the, that's why you got to like, up top, you gotta. That's why it's important to connect immediately. In uh-huh. my opinion, you gotta connect immediately. Like, so I stand up so fucking hard, man. You gotta like, boom. This is who I am. This is how I function. Up top, bam. And you gotta get them on board. Any yeah. audience, yeah. you know. I I try to shy away from. Do I have? I don't. The audience is weird. I just like nah. You gotta go out and get them. You gotta figure out how to get them. No matter what. You're the performer. It's on you. Okay, so you know. let me give you this scenario. You're in an open mic. Yeah. It's kind of late. The audience hasn't been laughing for like 45 minutes. Lashing or laughing? Laughing. Laughing. Okay. They haven't been laughing for like 45 minutes. You get on stage and they're not laughing still. It's after five minutes you get off and you're like, that was terrible. Is that your fault or is that the host's fault? That's on me. That's on you. It's always on you. Always right? on me. Man, look, <clears throat> it's a isolated, um, not isolated. It's an individual uh, task. Like it's you. It's fucking like golf. You know what I mean? Like the audience is there, but like it's on you. So you gotta go. It's only you up there. You know, it, it, it's it's nobody. It's you for the time that you've been allotted to be on stage. So in how, that time, you got to yeah. figure out how to get them. And how would you tackle that situation? I would. Nobody's been laughing, blah blah. Like, yeah. You try to go through. All right. So in a scenario like that, um, the crowd's you, you, like you, done. You, yeah, but you look at the you look at what they've been hearing, and you look at what they're not. You just look at what they like. Nope, not that, not that, not that. Somebody's gonna get some type of laugh in there. So that'll give you a hint of like, okay, they they like this style of comedy, they like this. But one thing I've noticed, man, is in a situation like that where you where it seems like the crowd is tough, you gotta uh, 
you have to be interesting. You got to pull them in by being interesting, and then and then being and then sprinkling the funny on top. Because usually when it's like that, um, I feel like the the crowd has come together and been like, yeah. So we've all agreed that we don't want anybody trying to be funny. Yeah. Like you know, it's yeah. an open mic, but we're like we don't want anybody trying to be funny. I want to see somebody that is just funny. Like just be, and that's basically just be interesting and 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 pull them in. Like have a have an interesting take. Have a because yeah, there are some crowds that's like they don't care how well you crafted this together. They don't. I got jokes that are like good jokes. Like I, like as far as on paper, like oh this is a good like this, this is clearly joking. And the crowd be like nah. They they hate that they hated the whole everything of it. Mm-hmm. So so then is it the the way you present it exactly? So now I have to figure out how to. I'm like okay, so I got to figure out a way to pull this in. I got to figure out a way to make the premise and everything interesting. Yeah. So that they all like I know what I want to say, but I have to do it a different way. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's better to, in my opinion, I I like I like trying to capture the essence the new stuff now I have like all the stuff that I wrote just you know just jokes and how it goes but even now I try to like I try to have the essence of it you know cause that's that's what made people be like you know when you're around somebody and you're talking you're like oh man tell that story do they know that you know whatever happened you're like oh no like god tell you you gotta tell them that one and then you, you probably don't tell it the exact same way that you told everybody but all the highlights and the beats is in it, and that's that's what I want to do because it it is the punchline might be different. Like I might have an analogy in here that's different from another time that I told it. Yeah, the last time. Like the you've last. already been through the story so many times, so now you know what to add, or you yeah. thought of something else, and in the moment you're like, oh, I should say this. Yeah, and yeah. that's and but you do that according to. You know how I would tell my my grandfather or like an elder how I would tell them a story about. You know something that happened. It's gonna be worded differently from how I'm gonna tell you. You know what I mean? Like I'm probably more loose. I'm probably more. I'm probably. Yeah. But my grandfather's probably tighter, clean. Like, and I I figure out a way to I figure out a way to get him to laugh the same way that you would laugh at it. And um, that that's so that's why I like trying to like come up with and, and just being as original as I can be as far as being personal and. You know, that's that's the main shit right now. <laughs> How come uh, you don't put on your own weekly show or monthly show? Because uh, I probably wouldn't give out time. Okay, it's a trade show. I would probably, yeah, because yeah. I, I probably... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And then, like, another reason I never did is be... But it's just like one of the things is like I get a lot of state like anybody will give me stage time, and I'm really, 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 really grateful for that. And um, that's why I get the I get a lot of stage time, and I run in a running in my own room would it would take so much fun away from being able to go up in a way because I'd be. You run a room, it's all the responsibilities that are 
attached to it. I get right? that, but it's also the freedom to build something. Like yeah. you can yeah. build the yeah. room to Which your vibe. Which is why I have the interruption. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and it's a show I do whenever I want to. Yeah. And everybody Oh, you also have a podcast too. I do my pod. Yeah. I listen to it. Yeah. It's appreciate good. that. Yeah. I've been trying to make it better and shit like that. Just add a different shit to it. It's just me being silly on there now cuz I just like now I just try to make my brother laugh. That all my bits are now. It's like it, if you hear anything new, you like anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's he died laughing. Like what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, now I gotta figure out how to do this on stage. That's my. <laughs> so that's your brother's the, a good gauge for humor. No, he's not no? a good gauge. For, not not that he's not a good gauge for humor. He's just is he he he's my brother's goofy. Like he just like he likes what he like. He's an easy laugh, but. Uh-huh. It's not a good gauge for if something's a good bit or not. I just am choosing to. It's the only way I'm gonna be uh, extremely original. Is if I'm if I make him the target audience. Uh-huh. It's gonna because I can say I can say the wild I can say whatever the fuck I want for real. I can say the wildest <laughs> shit to him, and like I mean, all right, I'll tell you something that's not a bit yet, but it'll be a bit. It's gonna be one soon. But I, I can't do this everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So. I remember I was, I was talking to this um, talking to this girl, and I don't know. Somehow we started talking about uh, the trans community. We started talking about trans shit, right? And and you know, and the stuff that happens to trans people. They end up they end up killing themselves, and every time they're dealing with somebody, fucking with somebody, stuff doesn't go well. It, like it goes crazy. It goes south. And <clears throat> um, and I was you know, and I was like on the side of like, man, you know, it's kind of weird, but a lot of times. These things happen when they don't they don't tell the person that they are trans and then the person finds out later. Yeah. Also when they they, you know, people don't want to be outed, like, you know, stuff like that. And this girl was like, Yeah, and I, well, I just feel like, you know, that shouldn't happen and this, that, and the form. I'm like, Well, if somebody's like being devious like that, like they they got this information and they wanna and one sentence after another, she starts crying. Right, she starts fucking crying on behalf of trans people. Like she's crying, yeah. it's crying to the point. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's weird, weird, right? Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like the most empathetic person I know. And then I was like, oh no, wait, she's not crying because she's empathetic to trans people. She's crying because she's a fat lady, right? Because fat women and trans people. They get treated the same way sexually. Everybody will fuck them, but nobody will admit to it. That's true. So she's crying because yeah. she's like, as a person <laughs> that no one wants to claim and no one wants to say that they fuck me, <laughs> this sucks, right? So oh, that's all. That's all I got. So he's hollering. He's like, my brother will be Yo, like, what Yo. if What if a fat lady, like you're hanging with your boys or whatever, <laughs> and a fat woman comes up and is like, hey, I had a great time last night. What, what you talking about? I'd be like, tacos? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Those tacos are slamming. I know. You put that lime on there? Fuck. That's a great point, though. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, that's, it's like, oh, like, and it's like, I don't know, but I, I have to figure out a way to premise that attached to a human behavior. And, you know, sometimes it's not, she wasn't crying like out of manipulation. Or nothing like that. She wasn't like, I'm gonna cry to to, to win my point over. She was really thinking about it. Yeah. And yeah. And then you look and yeah. then you look at her shit, you be like, ah oh, boy. It's a rough. But I 
it took me a while. I was like, God damn, this is like the most sensitive, but but then a couple days went by and I was like, no, that's not why. Fuck, you're crying. That's not why. That's not why at all. She's feeling you're, bad for herself. She's feeling like, bad for you. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about these trans people. Was she white? No. Okay. That, that would be even crazier. No, no, no. no. But it's, it's, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. So anyway, yeah, I, stuff I, I like understand. that, I, I say that to my saying. brother. And I told that to someone else, and they they was like, "Oh, you gotta do that." On, I told them not a comedy. You gotta do that on stage. Are you doing that yet? And I'm like, "You no. can't. You can't do when, that. I can't do that everywhere. You can't like, do that exactly right now." And I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm saying because some people will take that the wrong but way. That is no. I feel like everybody knows exactly. That's fun. Everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. But you know what's fucked up? You know that bit I do about I do the bit bit about fat white women. Yeah. They have it rough, like they have it the toughest. What when the audience is mostly white, they fucking like die laughing because they 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 all do they that. Know, we they all, see it. They know. Audience is black. They just be looking, like they never laugh. Do they not understand the nuance, or what do you think it I, is? I, man, I got a couple bits I do. I'm like, I feel like I didn't premise this right. I got, and that's the thing. I was like, okay, I got to figure out a way to premise this right, so that I could, that I could get the laugh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it's not. I don't know why that bit's not funny. Then, but it's fucking true. All we do is it. It. I feel like it might be some of the black women going like, hmm. Maybe like so. That. Maybe so. They like. They like. Hmm, like yeah. you know, they're a little more sensitive to stuff like that. But but you well, know. But what about like uh, black women and white men? Like we talked about the. The movie, oh, guess who? Yeah, like that same ideology. Oh, the bit I do about um the 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 change in the so the thing about that I have to do that I have to I've learned I have to do that shit per like they gotta be in locked yeah. in I gotta it's gotta be with precision attitude everything's gotta be right because if people check out black people in particular if they check out of that bit for any moment. The next thing that they hear is, I think slavery was a choice. And they're like, fuck this dude. Like, they just like, <laughs> they didn't hear none of the shit that got to that being just the punchline. All they heard was that. Get him the fuck off. I did a gig one time, bro. I did a gig one time, Joe. They could, it was a fucking, it was a nightmare of a goddamn show. And I was doing that bit. Where it was, was it? A, it was at a, ah, fuck, I don't know if I can say uh, it was an outside show uh-huh. um, in Humble somewhere. I can't remember. But terrible. Oh, was that the one where, uh, oh, I think I heard about this one. Terrible show. Yeah, yeah. Terrible show. And terrible. Couldn't yeah. hear anybody. It was, yeah. just, oh, it was fucking awful. It was yeah. worse. It was humiliation uh, at its finest. And motherfucking, um, so I'm doing this bit. There's a table from, these people are from. They're not from Detroit. They're from like outside of Ann Arbor, which Ann Arbor is like Michigan. In Ann Arbor, yeah. in Michigan, which is like it's like a it's like a douchey college town. It's like a liberal college town uh-huh. type place. Whatever. Anyway, they're from like somewhere around there, but they have like a Detroit attitude. Like they're very like from yeah Michigan, like very. Yeah. So I'm fucking doing that bit, and they can't fucking hear me. It's a very like they can't motherfucking hear me. So. And I get to that point, and I do those, I do those three, the punchlines. Like, what is it, Joey? Bubba? I do the punchlines, and then the dude just goes, "Yo, man, when your time up?" He just like, <laughs> it was like, when the fuck are you getting the fuck out of here, dog? Fuck. Yeah. 
This is bad. It's, it's rough. So I, I, yeah. So you gotta try to catch this shit. But that's like what I'm doing. I'm just that's just what I'm doing right now. I got other little like goofy little. Does it does it mess you jokes. up like when when black people don't really relate to what you're saying? Or? No, no, because I I care. I want you know you want your culture to love you. Yeah, but you want them to love you for like you and understand like I'm me. I'm a part of our shit. You know what I mean? Like, but no, it doesn't mess me up because I grew up around. I grew up in predominantly white areas. So when I would go and be around my cousins, they would be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. I remember telling my cousin, my cousin Devin, I went back to Louisiana. I was like, yeah, man, I leave tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'm going to Coachella. He's like, cuz, what? I'm like, you know Coachella, bro, Co. He's like, cuz, I'm a street nigga. What the fuck is Coachella? (laughs) 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 That's just like on the surface. Like, of, of that type of shit But yeah. like It be other stuff So like They don't No it don't It don't bother me It doesn't bother me It's just I'm used to that But that ain't I, yeah. I don't need It just might sound crazy But like You don't need everybody To fuck with you You just need a little smuggler So like The black people That do fuck with me They They ride for you They And they know like yeah. Oh yeah When yeah. I talk about Switching to the white school district And then putting me In special ed Just to like examine That happened to a I know a couple people. black people that because yeah. they came after the show and be like, man, keep doing that, keep doing that bit. I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like fucking. I don't. I, listen, as a black person, we we don't we don't we don't need white allies. <laughs> we don't need white allies. I don't need an ally. Yeah, I need white understanders. I just need a motherfucker to be like, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's the most a white ally is just is is. Is not as harmful, but equally <laughs> as annoying. No, that's messed up. They shouldn't ra- have done that. They oh should not have done that. God. Okay, that's I'm messed Europe, up. And I'm doing the fucking whatever that bit was. Uh, whatever the fuck, my, the ancestry.com bit that I have. I'm doing that. Bit. Just the amount of fucking white people. Speak your truth, brother. <laughs> you go up there. You keep saying that bit. You use your fucking platform. You let them know. That they stole y'all. It's like, <laughs> where are you from? I'm from Spain. Like, oh, this motherfucker's part of the problem. God damn it. I'm caucus. Who do you think took us there? Like, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, no, nah, but it just be like, I can't. That shit is annoying. Like, it's over the top. It's like the dude that's just like, like doing too much chivalry. You're like, dude, all right, you're not, she's not going to fuck you. You're being too nice. Like, you're being too. Yeah, it's too. It makes me feel like, what are you hiding? Like, do you have black people like in a dungeon somewhere that that you just go feed a, a a a you know a loaf of bread to every once in a while? The fuck do you have going on where you just over the top for? Because that's a real thing. The movement. You're too nice. Women would be like, Ugh. yeah, I mean, he's he's nice. But man. we're not even that. As a weird thing is, but we're not even like generally speaking. Like, there's extremists in every group. Like, for generally most part, speaking, yeah. most black people just like. Yeah, bro, shit fucked up, but shit gotta get better though. That's usually our attitude, generally speaking. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's gotta get better. We gotta figure it out. But it's not like these motherfuckers. It's not like like you know, like Malcolm X type shit. It's not even his yeah. shit was a little more peaceful. But just mean like it, it's it's the extreme of it is just like what the fuck. Like yeah, I always said that shit. You ever see the uh, 
You'll see the internet in real life. Sometimes I don't know. That makes that probably makes no sense to you. But like there's some shit on Twitter that just exists on Twitter. Like a tweet, you're like, this is a this is a great tweet. This is dope. It's got a lot of likes and shit like that. But you're like, I've this that this person tweeted about, I have not seen this, but this theory is yeah. there's some truth to this. Damn, interesting. And then you see it in real life. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, these people exist? Like, I can't believe this exists. When the Uvalde shooting happened? Did the, the shooting happen? It's with somebody. And like, yeah, man, we got to fucking figure out, you know, we got to figure out this environment, man. The environment that these people are in, it's why they're just going out and, and shooting people. You're like... No, he's just a sick motherfucker. Like, like, yeah. like, but it's like, but like, see, you would see a tweet that would be something like that. You'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a. I, I've never met anybody that talked like that. And then you'd see something, and then I hear it. I'm like, this, what the fuck? This is like a tweet came alive. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> okay, I know what you mean now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you crazy. see, like, there's certain shit that people because. It's all bullshit. Like, it's like, it's such... For the most part, yeah. These people that just, like, tweet, like, all day, like, they're fucking, they're not even... No, that's wild. It's like, talking to people that, like, they, they tweet all the right shit. They say all the right shit, right? But they don't, they don't, their life doesn't reflect what they tweet about. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, like, I'm done with bad-built black women. I'm done. I know it sounds great, but I'm done. Like if you are shaped, fucked up, I'm just like we're at a distance. So hey, here's how you doing? the biggest thing. Here's the biggest thing. The okay. one thing I'm realizing with men and women. Look, women want a man who has a good job, who works out, who's intelligent. This, this, and that. But we want it too. You know? Yeah. We want it too. Uh, what uh, you want, we want. Yeah, thousand percent. And if you're not going to work towards that goal that I'm working towards, doing everything that I need to do, why do I need you? I'm going to go find somebody else who fits those qualifications. Facts. Uh, both sides. Both, yeah, both, both sides. sides. Jada Pinkett said that, uh, I read Will Smith's book, and Jada Pinkett said in there, she said that marriage, she didn't want like a traditional wedding and all this type of shit. She, she sacrificed a lot to kind of be with Will because he was like the bigger star mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, she said that she doesn't think marriage should be a ceremony with all these people that are around. But marriage should be a marathon. Like you two, the, the ceremony should be you have to run a marathon with your partner. <laughs> it's, no, it's oh, fucking, fuck. but it's like you have to run a marathon with your partner because you're going to find, like if you, hey, we have to get to that ticker tape. Mm-hmm. It's fucking. Together. It's 26.2 yeah. miles and we got to do this together. We got to yeah. push each other. You stop, you get tired. I need, you know, we got to encourage each other. We got to, it. She, I agree with that. Like, because when you get in it, I'm tired being, it's, it's, it's a fucking, it is that. It's a, it's a, it's a marathon. It's like a, this person's low, this person's down, this person's dehydrated and they're tired and they need that encouragement. And, and yeah. you should see what the fuck a person is really made of. Because if you're running the marathon and the person like says, fuck this on mile five, bro, you're not the one. Like you just what what about when things what about when things get really fucked up? Yeah. This we're just running a marathon. This we're just is, running. This is just a small This bump. is one leg in front of the other. And you quit right then and there. But like, like yeah. real actual life, 
is on your ass. What yeah. you going to do? Like, I need to know that you are, like, I need to know that you're capable of persevering. And you don't want to find that shit out when the time comes. Like, you don't want to find, like, in the moment in when the you moment, need this person to persevere. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I quit after mile five. You're like, you motherfucker. Like, now I'm just, you know, now, now I really don't have a partner. Then that, yeah. that the whole relationship changes. Now I got 20 mi- 21 miles left for myself. Like that my, I have to myself do. that I gotta do. Yeah. You know, facts, facts, yeah. facts, 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 facts. So. All right. So yeah, uh, we're about to run out of time. Yeah, we're running out of time. This, this was we're always good, running man. out of time. Nah. Would have had more time had you fucking <laughs> I don't know. Me. It was me. It was me. It was me. I can't blame you. I mean, I got here as quick. I'm I'm coming from fucking way the other side of life. I'm coming from way the other side of town and It's all good. The man. fucking parking lot. Oh my god. Yeah. It was just ugh, nothing. It's just whatever. Um but no, I'm good. Uh what? What what you have a what you have a, a round robin? Not round robin, what do they call it? Six degrees of Kevin some, Bacon. You got some shit like that. You got some of that shit at the end where you're like, Trey, I'm gonna ask you nine questions. First <laughs> nah. thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> no, I don't do any shit like Bad that. Bad built black women. No, not just black women. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Bad built women. It's just bad built. They're just the yeah. messiest human beings. Yeah. Alive. You know how much shit Lizzo keeps up? <laughs> you like, God damn, if you wasn't a superstar, you'd be the messiest bitch around. Like shit, man. God damn. She's built like every woman I've Oh man. Fuck that. <laughs> I can't fucking stand it, dude. It's in the hips, dude. It's the hips. There's a there's a shape, right? Like of like a like the the so the top part of their of the like, like right from the lower back yeah. that part of the that top part of the end that all looks like a like a plateau like it looks like <laughs> like, you're, like you're making that fucking El Paso to California drive you know how everything's just flat yeah when you're on your way there it's just all flat right there right and then the 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 side part the ass it it does this weird it looks like cartoon draws. Like they're, they're, it just it slants in. They're, it's like so all this is flat, and then there's this wideness. It's like oh, I think that ass is big, and then the body's like, nope, we have no fucking density, yeah. and it just sinks in. And that square, just fucking polygon ass. It's just I you know, know what I'm talking yeah, I know about. Exactly. What it's you mean. it's yeah. just like it didn't get no plump. It didn't get no. No. It's just smashed in, and there, and there's usually a gut involved, and 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 uh. uh you know, some fucking departed titties. It's usually like a very, it's a particular look of these women yeah. that just, they they thrive on. You can't talk to these people for extended periods of time. You you start finding out like, oh, they fucking, they really hate life. <laughs> and they, they really do. That's a good point. No, that's a good point. Because like to get to that weight, to look like that, like well, usually, something happens. No, usually what happens is they get, it's genetics. They get fucked. You ever see a, a, a family of bad built mom? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. If you are bad. That's if you're what, trying to figure out how your wife is going to look, you look at the mother. You look at the mother and the yeah. grandma. And you have a, um, yeah. And I'm more of like, I'm, I, I, I'm shallow as fuck now. I don't give a fuck. I'm aesthetics over everything. Because yeah. reason being, this is shallow shit, but the reason being is yeah. that you can do something in your life to put yourself in a successful position where this person can just exist. They could just exist in your world. Meaning if they could be dumb as fuck, 
but they can exist to a point where you're just like, I just need you here to fuck me and love me and be here, and we're cool. Your opinions, nah. It's just whatever. She is providing something. She though. provided something. They yeah. are providing that the companionship, companionship that's there. Yeah. That, 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 and that can like that you can interchange with that. You can you learn how to work through that. But I have learned you are way more tolerant of some shit when you look over and the person looks like what the fuck you desire. That means yeah. a th- when you like Obviously, so if uh, take it from example from a guy hitting on a woman. Yeah. If a guy says some weird ass shit how she's going to take it depends on how he looks. If it's a good-looking dude, she's going, oh, he's just quirky. But if it's an ugly guy, oh, that guy's creepy. Yeah, Women try to act like it's just all across the the shit, which they're... The women that are, yeah. it's a screw loose. Those yeah. are women that would fuck plywood. Like they, <laughs> like they would just... Meaning to make a point, to be like, I'll shove this wood in my pussy to prove yeah. I don't need a... But generally speaking, women like veiny... Natural, like veiny dick, like yeah. God given dick. I don't know how I'm fucking word it, but it's just like generally speaking, yeah. I've learned. But right. oh and boy, anyway, on that note, what the fuck uh, do we even talk about? What do you want to give out your handles at Trey Tutson on everything T R E T U T S L N and all of my everything is at uh TreyTutson.com. You also have a podcast on Spotify, Trey Tutson Interruption. No, just the touch and interruption. Touch and interruption. It's on Spotify. It's on everything. Um, except YouTube, because I don't video nothing. Because I'm, uh, I should, I should do something. You should. You like put it on YouTube. You'll get a lot of. Views. I was, I was, I was doing. I was in it. I was active for a while, and then I gave up because, um, I kept eating too much Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, put man. uh, they put they put depressions in uh, you know that? Oh, in the food, in yeah, the chicken. They put they put. Um, it's a little seasoning they put extra. No, they inject the chickens from the farm with like these oh, things to yeah. make them big, and it causes hormones. Depressions and he- hormones, hormones that causes yeah. depressions in humans. So that's why you see them sad ass Popeyes commercials now. That lady is full of shit. That lady don't eat any of Popeyes. Nah, no, she doesn't. She's fucking Chick flaying it up. No fucking steroids. Looking <laughs> <laughs> around. All right, y'all. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate y'all. Y'all know where to find me at the Jocosity, and uh, I'll see y'all next time.